second episode yay this is where everyone claps thank you yeah so uh w- w- welcome back i'm molly i'm jeremy i'm chanel and you know what this is this is a hockey podcast and uh we're gonna talk about hockey i mean we're probably just gonna go into uh the news of the week i suppose right yeah, we did the predictions last week, and now we're we're carrying on like a normal podcast. Uh, so you obviously have the predictions, what we think of each team, and now we'll see how they turn out throughout the year uh, on a week to week basis, I suppose. Although I do think I'm already uh, doing a good job there, but it's another conversation. Oh, I feel vindicated with my Toronto pick. I mean, I don't know why I put Habs so low, but you know, <laughs> listen, the uproar. <laughs> We live without decisions. I hope not. I don't hate Quebec. Please don't come I'm, at me. I'm Quebec right now. <laughs> I'm just going to like open my door one day and there's going to be a little Quebec man just being like, I tap a neck, the absolute based. No, okay. A little Quebec man. All right, like where, where, where do you guys want to start? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's just insult all the short... Quebec men. I mean, that was a pretty strong start right there. (laughs) Yes. By the way, I would like to point out that I would like to point out that Molly is not a horse, and I did not say she was a horse. Let's. This is why we're going to do a let's get to know us, uh, because you know Molly likes horses and owns horses. Yeah, because you never know; people will take it and run with it. Your takeaway is not hockey, it's that I'm a horse. Nay! <laughs> I'm actually just several horses in a trench coat. Yeah, I saw some wild statements on Twitter after that one. I was like, oh, that's your takeaway. All right, yeah. all right. Let's talk about news. Let's talk about news. What do you want to talk about first? I've made a... I've Perfect. Made Done. Yeah, I, I, wrote, I wrote down the games which I think are notable there are a few I'm, I'm starting off with that yeah there are a few leaf nip nip game you know toronto and vancouver on the 4th 4th of february should i uh should i, should I recap yeah recap yeah recap toronto for us. storming ahead there 7-3 yeah so you got a beautiful hat trick from daddy spetzer listen Couple goals there from, uh, you know, Matthews. Almost out, almost another Hattie. We could have just shared the points all around, you know. Yeah, I was. And the people that are like, I actually saw some people saying Spezza can't do that every night, and I said, you know, shut your your little mouth hole, because you don't know, because Spezza's bay. So take some risky shots. Suck. He does take some on risky that. shots. To be fair. I've seen him just like halfway down. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I, I have noticed. Garbage. And nine times out of ten, it doesn't work his way. <laughs> no, that is true. Um, I mean, I have noticed he shoots in the same spot. There was, there was that the second goal that he scored. Mm, beautiful. beautiful. 
And they are all similar, really. I mean, because, you know, I, I watch all yeah. the Leafs games, and he seems to shoot in that same area. And it just works out for him. I hope other teams don't catch on. So if you're listening to this, don't don't pay attention to me. But we're not talking about Leaf tactics, honest. All right, should we move on to another game? I put down something for Jeremy. Yeah, so the day after on the 5th, it was San Jose against Anaheim, 5-4 Sharks. I'll be honest, I'm I'm not being too happy about a shootout win against the Ducks. I mean, the Ducks threw it, threw it away as much as San Jose won it. Uh, that defense was just giving the giveaways to anyone who wanted it. Uh, just wide open at the end, like letting the Sharks come back. And uh, we won a shootout that anyone can win, really. And I'm just like, good for us. Yay, two points. Ha uh-huh. ha! That was funny that when we could win, win consistently. So yeah, wasn't wasn't taking too much of a of a victory lap after that one. So yeah, that was a five four victory on the fifth. Yeah, and they they went right back to the shootout their next game, I believe. When yeah, so that was uh, on the sixth, I believe. Yeah, on the sixth. Not as lucky. Yeah, I thought I thought it. I thought it was yesterday. So leave me alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, two one to the Ducks. So we we we're proving we can lose a shootout to Isaac oh. Lindstrom for the Ducks. That was a wild first goal of his NHL career. Uh, just standing right in front of the goal, right off a shot of his stick. I mean, like, may it, it's gonna go in some way. May as well get it in like that. No. So congrats to him for his first NHL goal. Uh, Sharks lose a bit of a nothing game in the shootout. So back to your Sharks update yeah. for the week. Hey, uh, nice. Colorado haven't been playing because of uh, the the virus that thing. Uh, Colorado, and that's quite newsworthy. If you yeah. ask me, there's a lot of stuff going on with the uh, the COVID. I'm, that's for sure. I'm not angry because McKinnon having a little injury there. <laughs> then COVID comes around. I'm not saying it's a good coinky dink, but also please, please, baby, heal. <laughs> Just heal. Just heal, please. Oh yes. <laughs> We need you. Speaking of injuries, um, you know, Leafs fan knows Leafs fans, sorry, knows that Simmons has a broken wrist and he will be out for six weeks. So that's terrible, Which especially after the it's very sad. The last game on Saturday he had two goals and, yeah, and he's just good. been really good for the Leafs. He's he really good. I love it. He was just picked up for free agency in October. Mm-hmm. After it's like, like a string of just nothingness. And he seems to have just clicked with the leaves. And it's it's nice to see an NHL player who's been like handed around a load of teams and then suddenly getting like a break, like a couple of goals in a game, you know? Oh, yeah. His, he was re-sparked, you know? Same with Spezza. I just think that the Leafs are finding ways to win and maybe that way is to get a lot of leadership on the ice. A lot of seasoned players seem to be working. And interesting, this is just, this just broke now. And I don't know if you guys know about Sandine Rasmus. Have you heard about him? Yes. If you're not a Leafs fan, you won't. (laughs) Well, Sandine is uh, our defenseman, our rookie defenseman that we really have a lot of faith in. And he has not played yet, but today he is making his season debut. I can't wait to see what he does. Yeah. Oh, good luck to yeah. him. 
that's pretty much it for the lease. I will say we're, we're, we're rocking. That's pretty much it for the lease. I will say we're doing pretty well and pretty happy. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I can't be mad, really. That's good. In terms of your prediction, Chanel, a few of the games last week really did solidify your, your picks. Um, Penguins. That, the Penguins-Islanders game on the 6th there, it really showed the holes in the Penguins' defense. They need like, defensemen. That's what I was saying. They need defense. Their, their offense is so tight that when the Islanders came through with their offense, it was like, oh, now what are you going to do? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Also, another point was Philly. Philly decimating the Caps there. What? Like, oh, JPR is my boy. You know he said that Caps were number one. Yeah. Yeah. JPR? I would like to say I noted that Washington was less of a lock this year, but I had to be proven wrong. So if that's for, sh- for showing. Showing their true colours, then maybe there's a bit of a, a roxy-turvy time at the top of the Eastern right there. So, fingers crossed, because that'll be a lot more interesting. So. But, uh, yeah, Philly definitely showing their, their quality up, right there. Yeah, I put down a Kings and Knights game. Okay, so I watched that game. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I was just moving on super quick. I put down a note with the, the Kings and Knights game. Nothing really exciting happened, you know, just in the first few seconds they scored, Copita scored, whatever his name is. But then, like, I was watching the highlights of that game and I was, like, skipping through it because, honestly, I just, I didn't care. (laughs) There was no interest in that. I thought it was, I don't know. There's no, like, you know, razzle-dazzle. I thought there was all the dazzle-razzle. It's not as exciting to watch. Well, that just might be me with my, my opinions, but. Oh, well, well, I mean. I think the king, uh, not the king. Can we talk yeah. about Dallas? I know Jeremy wants to. I'm going to let Jeremy out of his cage on the jersey issue here. Uh, just what are they doing with those jerseys? They do not belong to the ice. They're streetwear. They, they're not a proper ice hockey jersey. The neon green does not belong on the Dallas Stars, like any of their bodies. Get them out. That's awful. What are they doing with a reverse red? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's just so bad. Just everything about it is so bad. Are you okay? I'm not okay. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts to watch. It's like you see the press release before the season and you go like, oh, they're all right. It's a bit non-traditional, but, you know, I personally think that's a good thing. I think hockey needs to step out a bit. But as soon as you see them on the ice, it's just it's painful to watch, especially in comparison to the Chicago jersey. Obviously, an all-timer, you, get, you just go... What are the designers go- going for there? What are you doing? What do you think you're doing? And yeah, it just, I've, I've got a lot more opinions when we do a Jersey special. But yeah, I just, weird. I want it, I want it known that they do not belong on an ice hockey rink. It's a borderline whiteout Jersey, eh? We don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> the most important news probably of the week was the blue jackets in the canes game did you hear about that yes we've got two on 200th goal there right or is it game 200 game or goal 200 goal 200 goal 200 goal from so oh. nick felino gets his 200th goal that's pretty amazing good job there uh but obviously carolina showing off the strength uh as molly says here good strong power play have to say lane showing his amazing uh scoring ability there 
And yeah, just a good show all around, I would say. Then you might have missed it then. Um, it's a big news. Uh, the game was 3-2. Trocek gets a goal. And now it's 3-3. Tortellini says, meh, it looks offside. They review it. They keep it onside. Blue Jackets get their penalty. And literally, this is the weird part, okay, guys? One minute and 15 seconds into the game, um, the refs go to talk to Tor- Tortellina, Tortellina Tor- in the um, tunnel to say, oopsie, you know, we were wrong. It was offside. Tortilla. It was Tortilla, Tortellini. The penalty was reversed, but the score stays 3-3, and then the Canes win. Not ideal. Line A is big, Matt. Line A was like, listen, this is the biggest joke I have ever so, seen. Have you ever I'm, heard I'm of still trying to process that, that one. That doesn't quite make sense when you say it out loud. <laughs> I've only seen that penalty situation in football, like soccer, British football, because they're all prissy players. I've never seen it. And I will fight people on that. Don't. It's boring. It's a waste of 90 minutes. There's no fights. People dive. And it's boring. I will fight people on this. Like for I soccer? Said. Okay, um, I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you, I believe you. I'm on your side. So am I. This is an anti, anti-soccer podcast over here. It's fine. <laughs> no. I just, I, I have like this, I've had a knee injury before because of soccer, so I, I just don't like soccer anymore. It's like PTSD for me. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. We'll stick with hockey. <laughs> Oh my more. gosh. <laughs> Gloves off, mate. Need more blood. <laughs> That's it, Sorry. really, for the news. I mean, <laughs> there was a lot that happened. It was just more so the games that were hot and popping, right? <clears throat> I mean... I did like the Caps Philly commentary. Just, you know, <laughs> that's hockey, baby. What about the... Uh, I mean, you guys, do you, you don't watch the Canadian division much, right? You do? I do. It is, Obviously, I mean... you know. It is so fun. (laughs) The Canadian division has been very fun, very high scoring. It is boring, kind of though, to watch the same team over and over. I mean, we're going to play the Nucks again tonight. You know, three days in a row. I don't know, but it's been fun, regardless. I feel that watching the same teams play each other again and again, it's a good adjustment to see if the team is adjusting to playing that team, or if they're just being like, "Well, we walked over them last time." We'll just keep it the same, but not expecting, I don't know, Nooks to change their lineup. Yep. So it's it's interesting to see how they counteract each other's plays. It's definitely more of a strategy-based game in that sense, rather than just being like, well, we're going to another team. No, I, I agree with that. So it's kind of changed. It's changed the whole divisional of how it's played. It's more like baseball now, and I don't know if I like you, it or not. You learn about your we'll opponents see. more, which could be scary. Definitely challenges yeah. for coaches more than the uh, players eyes. in that division, I would say. Does it ever? I yeah. cannot believe the faces I have seen on the bench <laughs> this past month. Oh, my days. You see, like, when there's a team that's just being walked over and the coach you just see and they just kind of like, have their head down, you just can't see their face or anything. Even behind the mask, you're like, oh, they're having a bad time. And with refs, guys, that's actually another thing, uh, another hot conversation people are talking about. The refs. 
are really weird this season, guys. Not like your average fan complaining, just like everyone, including players, being like, this is the National Hockey League. Why are you penalizing me for blinking? I don't get it. Are they new refs? Is it the same old refs? refs. I've never really looked into refs for ice hockey. That's something that's my weak point is not knowing the refs. Yeah, I'd say me too. I know one and he he hates the Leafs, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's why you know him. I'm biased, so... (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty much it. Would be interested in if if refs were like, hey, we actually want to know more about the actual refs because you know i'd I'd be willing to look into that (laughs) if you're interested in the refs let us know and we'll do our research okay could be a new team (laughs) the refs the team refs you know i slot them in right now on in the 32 until seattle comes and then they'll be 33 grazing ref crews each week i agree with that (laughs) okay that's pretty much it for the news right do you guys have anything else do we talk about mascots here because Gritty's up to his, you know, his mess again. Gritty, good old Gritty. Do we like Gritty? I'm kind of, I'm kind of scared of him. I'm scared of him too. I get, I get uncomfy. What is he? Is he a cheese yeah. puff? You get uncomfy, yeah, same. I don't know what he is. I like his energy. Yeah. He's kind of chaotic neutral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, he can throw in a, a couple of insults here and there. I respect his Twitter game, but... He's beautiful. Him Real life, I'm like, mm, I don't know how I feel about the this. Whole, the whole strange naked painting. I, I miss this. Please explain. That was the thing. Uh, during one of the games, uh, the gritty basically just stripped off. So it was just kind of like the cheese puff of gritty and was like lying, like paint me like one of these <laughs> French girls. And they had a live painter painting him. I am a cheesy puff. Paint me. But he still had his hockey helmet on. So it's just like, dude, what? I'm so confused. Like He should be in the 80s. Like He looks straight up from the 80s. I don't know if they're going to have all-star mascots anytime well, I mean... soon. But like he's going to win everything. Everyone else is going to look at him. I mean, haven't you heard of the mascot game? I, love I the cannot. Game. I love it so they much. Should, they should televise that stuff. Are you kidding me? Oh the whole game. Days. I would live for that. Oh, but they can't yes. even see, and they're <sighs> slipping and sliding. It's just hilarious. I love it. I'm a, I'm a sucker for those kinds of that kind of humor. One hundred percent. It's hockey light. <laughs> now, um, okay, that is all my news. All my news. <laughs> Molly is the news queen today, guys. She's got it all. <laughs> She's got it all. Um, you know, a couple of people were wondering a little bit about us. From our last podcast, obviously, like we said, it was a big subject, so we couldn't really talk about ourselves. So maybe we'll just get into that a little bit. Like, a lot of people are curious specifically about you, Jeremy, and you, Molly. How did you guys start getting into hockey? You're from the UK. Tell us. The Ook. <laughs> the Ook. The Ook. ook. <laughs> the Ook. <laughs> United Kingdom. Um, I actually wrote, like, an essay. No. So, um... Okay, it might get a bit oh, sad. Go for it. We're we're all here for it's, it. It's gonna this get is a, a personal sad. podcast, okay? okay? Hockey and me. An essay by Molly. So I, I used to I used to watch a lot of hockey as, you know, as a younger a teenager, teenager. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of hockey as a teenager. Uh I didn't go to school. 
because I was sick. So I got bored of watching movies and TV shows and doing schoolwork. So I ended up watching a lot of sports and a lot of sports included the Swedish hockey games, like the Swedish Hockey League and Continental Hockey League, so KHL. I mainly watched like the Tarasov division, if anyone knows what that is. It's like uh, Latvia, Belarus, Moscow. They got all the Dynamo teams in there. And uh, at that point in my life, I had an affinity for like Riga Dynamo. So I like, supported them for a bit. Not the best team, but you know, that's how it is. So if anyone knows the difference between KHL and NHL, there's a huge difference. It's kind of like the clean European version of hockey. There's not many fights, there's not many checks, and everyone seems to wave flags and they don't drink and watch hockey. It's very strange, but you know, that's just how it be. And then when I got to university, I stopped sleeping, because who needs sleep? And that's when NHL was on, so I started watching the NHL. Yeah. And you know, I like Scandinavian people being, you know, European female, so I chose a team at the time who had the most pretty looking Swedes on it, which was... Abs. Yeah. I mean, how can you not support a team? I knew you were going to say that. It? That's exactly who I thought you were going to say. Yeah. That and also just the whole personality of the team, I kind of like vibed with, like on the Twitterverse, on the Facebookverse and everything. Their kind of marketing game was kind of like my dealio at the time. So it was kind of like a, a win-win for me. On to the sad bit of university, I guess. At university, I had a really good friend. We used to watch a lot of the Avalanche games, a lot of hockey games together in like my first, end of my first year, second year, and a bit of my third year. And he was a Wild fan. So of course, if you are an Avalanche fan, you know there's a bit of rivalry between those two teams. Um, fortunately, he he died last year, and it's been very tragic um, dealing with that. So it's it's hard to think about hockey without him. So I just want to have a shout out to dear friend Colt there and his family and all wild fans out there that you've missed a bright star. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure he's he's up there cheering on the wild at the moment, which is why they're doing a lot better than I thought they would this year. So um, we'll have a beer for him tonight, yes, right, guys? Absolutely. Pour one out yeah. for, so, for Colt there. Thank you for thank sharing. You for, thank you for sharing with me as well, Colt. Yeah. Now on to the non-sad bit. I took Chanel to her first hockey game. She did. <laughs> she was my first date to a hockey game. Yeah. It was lovely. It wasn't a it wasn't a season <laughs> game, it was a preseason game. <laughs> and I still didn't get to see Anderson. Who was a net? Like I forget. Oh my god. Yeah. Really, really showing her the high That is pretty right cool. There. We shared that moment. Yeah, I showed up a high life in the nosebleeds. Except for the Canes game. Two hours out of Ottawa. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that later, guys. We'll talk about that later, yeah. So that's my hockey story. Again, big shout out to Colt there. He really, he changed my life in terms of hockey. So. Beautiful, I love it. Yeah. Thank you again for sharing. Jeremy! (laughs) So yeah. I was introduced to American football originally in about 2006 or so. My mum and dad met on a cruise ship and they kept on stopping off in Miami. So they always saw the Dolphins. And this is a roundabout way of saying he got me Madden 05 on the GameCube. 
But at the same time, NHL 05 was right next to it. So he was like, why not get both of them? And so he did. And that was my first introduction to both American football and the NHL. But at the same time, my brother was also playing ice hockey for the two local teams for Guildford Flames with Bracknell Bees. So as a family, we were already quite into the ice hockey as a general culture almost. But obviously I was a bit too young at that point because I'm the youngest by a minimum of 10 years in my family. So I was unaware of what was going around and stuff like that. So I was just loading up NHL 05 on GameCube and I had an awful controller that was stuck on down position all the time. And back then, the first thing that popped up was select your favorite team. And same same thing that happened with Tampa Bay for the NFL. It was stuck going down and down and down, rotating between all the teams. So I just randomly selected A. And it wasn't San Jose. It was actually the New Jersey Devils originally. So I was a Devil supporter for about a year or two. Or supporter, like quotation marks. Like I had no idea what was going on. I was like, oh, they're a good red team. I like their uniform, uh, which is where the whole fascination with hockey uniforms comes from, I think. But then I was like, oh, wait, there's this team with a shark in it. And <laughs> so I just swapped teams because they had a shark, their logo. And obviously, I didn't know anything about geography or like just any location. So I was like, I should be a Lightning supporter by all okay. metrics. But no, I support San Jose and the West and Tampa Bay and the East. And absolutely no crossover whatsoever. <laughs> So that's how I got into hockey. It was from my brother playing for the local teams and my dad's just randomly picking up NHL 05. It, if someone could explain that to me, that would be great. Uh, let alone me explaining to you. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I carried on sort of playing the games and all that kind of stuff. With England, there's obviously an awful time difference. So I even now I struggle to keep keep up with the games all the time. But when I got to uni or university, college, whatever you want to call it, in 2013, I joined the American football team as I'd already been playing for two years. But I was also the sort of weird ice hockey fan in the group Uh, that I couldn't talk to anyone about. And then on a random night out, I saw this girl in an avalanche jersey and I was like, Oi, you, abs! And that just happened to be Molly. And we've been best friends ever since, I would say. Uh, so that's how I got to watch more ice hockey at uni. because I had someone to watch it for. How I met one of my best friends. How I'm into ice hockey. And now we're here doing a podcast about it. And in 2017, uh, when I was meant to be doing my master's dissertation, I was like, nah, screw it. I'm going to go to Minnesota for a week to watch all the sports I can because one of my friends uh, was going to university there at the time. So we did. I went there, I went to Minnesota, saw college football on the Saturday, <laughs> saw the Vikings play on the Sunday, and then during the week I went to see my first ice hockey NHL games even. So I saw the Wilds play the, the Nooks, the Canucks, and it was the most boring game you could ever want to see for your first NHL game. I got front row with like seats right next to the glass. I think I was 
the row next to the penalty box i was at the end of that row so we could see like everything going on there and stuff and it was just so so boring like unbelievably nothing happened none of the players paid attention to you like when you banged on the glass there were no interaction and then canuck scored i think you can i can correct myself but i'm not going to midway through the second period i think and that was the only goal through for throughout the whole game yeah and there's about two penalties or something it was so nothing happening and yeah but then i saw the islanders play the wild later that week as well about something like five four wild in the end and that was a much better game but i was in the nosebleeds for that one instead of right at the glass and that was actually, i actually had way more fun up there because i could actually see the whole rink instead of like you get obviously the whole next to the glass or like people spilling coke on me because oh. they weren't prepared for someone being checked into us oh. that happens i just looked at her going like what are you doing <laughs> it's like come on <laughs> uh so, but yeah i would actually take the nosebleeds up, up in the uh whatever the stadium's called there over the uh seats next to the glass but that's my ice hockey story there you go yeah i love it you win some you lose mm-hmm. some too you know yeah definitely with those tickets <laughs> <laughs> the first one um i mean if it was your only hockey game i'm wondering if you would have been as interested still if it was someone's first one and they didn't go back that week i reckon they wouldn't have been an ice hockey fan that was a tough one yeah yeah but luckily obviously i'd already been introduced to ice hockey before so i knew what was what was the deal sometimes you knew that it wasn't yeah, always yeah, like, I was this. like yeah i've been some t- to some guilford flames matches they're not good but at least they're fun <laughs> i had bad experience yes. <laughs> so yeah that's that's my um, story yeah it's lovely i love both <laughs> the stories very much mine's just your old traditional canadian story to be honest i was just a fan of hockey out of the womb really <laughs> Okay, so for me, uh, like I said, I was a hockey fan my entire life. Uh, I grew up in a household of, uh, well, my dad was a Leafs fan, is a Leafs fan still. Um, my grandpa was a Boston Bruins fan, oddly enough. that That is kind of strange for our town, to be honest. <laughs> and my uncle and his daughter, my cousin, um, are Habs fans, or my uncle passed away, so he was a Habs fan. And it was just always a fun time whenever we were watching the hockey games, especially Habs versus Leafs, you know, in the household. I'm pretty sure my dad and my uncle got into it a couple of times. (laughs) And us kids are in the back like, anyways, hockey. And I was so young. I just remember whenever I visited my grandpa, my dad would actually take out the mattress, bring it into the living room, even if I had school the next day, guys. And... He would let me watch the hockey game. I would fall asleep to all the hockey games, listening to Joe Bowen announce. And honestly, it's one of my favorite memories of all time in the history of ever. I loved growing up as a kid watching hockey. I'd even, I actually had like a a routine whenever I'd go visit my dad. He was in a different city, so I had to go visit him on the weekends. And whenever we would watch the game right before the game. I'd go across the street and get my my ice cream drumstick and come back and, you know, watch the hockey game. It was so fun all the time. I loved it. 
Um, but yeah, that's just Canadian stuff, guys. That's just Canadian stuff. I unbelievably have found a bunch of Facebook statuses from ancient times of me talking about the Leafs. You know, no one cares really, but <laughs> I was obsessed. And not a lot of people knew that about me, which is interesting because it was a big part of my life. And I, I guess at the time, honestly, I thought women liking sports was odd. Like I, people thought that was weird. So I felt kind of embarrassed that I liked it, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. But now it's not the case. Now I'm proud. Listen, hockey girls, like your hockey boys and ignore everyone else, okay? And um, besides that, I would say, yeah, Molly said it for me, actually. She took me to my first hockey game. I know it took this long. It was, what, two years ago? I believe it was two years ago. Last season, though, open. No. 2018. Yep. We watched it was the... September 2018. Mm-hmm. And then we watched because the Leafs game. I was game. wearing my Avs jersey and someone was like, hey, McKinnon. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I remember she was in her Avs jersey. Not a single soul was rude to her. So I appreciate that because I'm not ready to pop someone in their face, you know. Um, but she, she wore the, <laughs> the Avs jersey. And then... We went to another game together, and that was That's a different story. Yep, we watched yeah, Canes. Splashed out. It was Canes fun. Sends. Front row seats. Although it did take a year to get out there. It took forever. Yeah. I, you know, I knitted an entire scarf on the bus, I'm pretty sure. I booked a week off work. Yeah, we did. We booked a week off of work to get to the stadium. We lost. You know, the Canes lost. It was like seven yeah. two or something ridiculous like that. Oh, I think it was five three. Oh, it was I've so got it written down. Hold on. Oh, you wrote it down. Oh, it was even worse. It was four one. Oh my god, what am I talking about? Seven. Because <laughs> you wore your Leafs jersey, me and my Abs jersey. We're just going like Kings, Kings. <laughs> and a guy from across the room. Remember, he points at me and he's like, "I got a jersey." Remember? <laughs> I loved it, but. Oh my god, we're both leads. It was amazing. And back to what Jeremy was saying about like the players not interacting, we did not have that experience. We had the opposite experience. Dezingle looked in my eyes, like in my eyes, probably because I was wearing a Leafs jersey. Do you that video? We should find that video and post it because... We need to find it. Because Aho... I think you've already posted it. Pretty sure, i got to find it. It says you just like on the window, like on the glass, just like back and going... Oh my god, he looked in my eyes. <laughs> but this one, this time it was Aho. He kept skating by me. He kept oh. looking at me. Again, it must have been because I had a Leafs jersey. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? But there's two girls not in jersey. Freaking out too. I'm at, there's kids next to me, guys. There's kids next to me. And I'm screaming and crying. I'm like on the ice or like right next to the glass, pushed up. And I'm like, every time Aho skates by, I'm like in tears. He he probably caught that and thought, what a weirdo, but let, let's make her happy. And he kept on, like, you know, doing his little, what do you call that? Like, little fun stuff around me, and he threw the puck at me a couple times. I was like, oh, my God, we're going to get married. <laughs> it was a great time. We loved it. It was good, right, Molly? She, oh, it was <laughs> the best. The best time. She probably couldn't concentrate because oh. she was laughing at me so much. God. Hey, I had such a good time. had such a good time just, like crying at Chanel because she's so good she's so gosh darn good and just having a good time because I'm a Canes fan as well they're my second team 
so we're just both there just like having a good time we're like oh my god ice hockey players are real yeah. a form- <laughs> drinking a form relief <laughs> every time one would skate by a form <laughs> oh look a form relief <laughs> anyways that was pretty long but you know we have to share it with you guys you have to get to oh, know that we oh, we're ridiculous it's utterly ridiculous so much <laughs> But yeah, hopefully we can all go to a game together at some oh, point. Oh, that would be awesome. 100% I need to get out of this country. <laughs> yes. I would love to go see a Habs game. A Habs? Or a Habs game in, in Montreal. Or go into, is, what is it called now? Scotia. Is it Air Canada Cent- stage, Stadium still? Scotia Bank. Scotia? Scotia. Why? Arena. We could do Leafs Habs. A, a Leafs game. <laughs> Leafs Habs. Probably will end in no time. Uh, no, no tea, and then showtime. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Shall we get to know each other a little bit more when it comes to players? Yes. Mm-hmm. You say yeah? Mm-hmm. Well then in in that case, you know, who who wants to go first? I'm curious. I, who who is ready? I think Jeremy should go for these questions. Why not? Yeah. I agree. We're curious. Who is your favorite player on the San Jose Sharks? So, not only is he my favorite player on the team, he is my favorite player of all time. He is the one and only Patrick Barno, number 12 of the San Jose Sharks. So, obviously, he was the captain originally from 2003 to 2009. And going back to my story about the NHL 05 being sort of my introduction to ice hockey, for some reason, I he must have been like the first guy I scored a goal with or something along those lines. He, he, I just stuck with him ever since. As sad as that sounds, he, I was like, that's my boy. That's a weird name. I love it. He's mine. <laughs> so ever since then, he's been my go-to of the Sharks. And obviously he's, I mean, name a category and he's probably leading for sharks all time in that one apart from obviously uh in the goal i i can't really explain it he's just my guy everyone has like their attachments their one person and i mm, yes mm, mm, all of it please uh so yeah, that's that's my guy uh he's the only guy i've got an like a proper as in non-retro nhl jersey of and it's from 2011. It's still got the anniversary patch. And I still rock that day today. So, yeah, Thanks. he's my guy. I mean, how can you not like Patrick Marlowe? Even I like Patrick Marlowe. I don't he's care. He's just such a sweet on. soul. <laughs> he is. Hasn't he won? Or oh, he's at like least Lady, Lady Bing trophy or something. for the Lady Bing. Like, silly amount of times. Oh, my God. Or maybe not, but he's always like he's in the running at least. And then I think he did a... Absolutely. Uh, he wasn't in the video, but his family did a video with the Bar Down guys from TSN on YouTube. And they were just going around mm-hmm. their ODR outdoor rink that they got in their own house. And it just seems like the, it's just the she sweetest video that. and it's just the best family. And it's just like, as a, as a hockey clan, that's like, yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, but you can't ignore that. Like, like we already talked about this a little bit before, but he's going to pass oh, yeah. how right for the all-time if he wasn't played. going for that record he yes. would have retired by now yeah yeah <laughs> he would be retired yes i absolutely can agree with that i mean he's I mean, had a couple he's, he's had a oof. i was gonna say he's probably got like kids who could be on the nhl teams at this point 
I freaking <laughs> hope so, guys. That would be a so dynasty? fun. A he already d- what are you talking about? He already does. That's Austin yeah. Matthews and Mitch Martyr. <laughs> they are his children. <laughs> they literally are they are the cutest little you know, he picked up something. I was about to say that little Simpsons Toronto he had, as much as it broke my heart to see him in a different jersey. It was like it was I, I can get behind this sort of bromance we got going on over there. So yeah, yeah I rate that. But you know what? San Jose is his home, and he ends up he there is a, a million shark. times. Mate, they tried Every to trade him away so many times, there. and he still ends up back the next season. I know. I actually forgot. I had to think for a second. I'm like, is he on the Penguins still? He was, oh, no, yeah, he's so back with the Sharks. He got sent over there uh, and then came back the following season. And he got when he got bought, was he, yeah. tra- he was traded to Carolina from Toronto as well beforehand. Yep. refused to play in Carolina or like something happened there. It just ended up in San Jose. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it had to do with, uh, like, uh, he, the Canes bought yeah. out his contract, and then when he was UFA, it was yeah. like, I'm I, out. I ain't Peace. playing hockey anywhere else. I'm done. It's all because yeah. of the Leafs. They needed cap space. I think Canes got, like, did, a first-round yeah. draft pick. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks for us, though. <laughs> first-round right. draft pick. Yeah, you know what? We're not too shabby. Not rebuilding shabby. anymore. No. <laughs> I will say this one, because I, I know a lot about Patrick Marlowe, because, again, I, I kind of love the guy. But the one thing that I thought was sad, because San Jose is his team. It's his mm-hmm. it's his life, you know? He he played his 1500th game with the Leafs. I thought he was going to, like, yeah. that's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> You know that he didn't get to do mm. that with his team, but you know it's still he, he a got great the thousandth beat. game with us, so we'll take that one. Yeah. So at least that you know give us something because he made a big mm-hmm. impact with us. You know, I'll never forget that guy. All right, and he's going to break the record of the Sharks. Hundred percent. We'll, yeah. we'll take that one now. And and what about um, a player on a different team, like not the Sharks? Any other team? So but not the Sharks. I'm just throwing. A quick shout out, honorable mention, whatever you want to say, because it feels a bit like cheating. But uh, big okay, old Jumbo okay. Joe Fulton, again, mm. at Toronto Maple Leaf, there seems to be a, a trend here of former Sharks going going to the Leafs. But I, I thought I wanted <laughs> to pick him, but I was like, this is barely a few games into not being a Shark, so it felt a bit a bit cheap. But I just want to shout him out. Him and Marlo are boys they're a package they'll always be the sharks together but i just thought shout them out right here but for a proper like proper quotation marks again pick for another team i went with uh pk suban pk, PK. I, yeah Love i mean him. my i've got one note down here or two but the biggest one is he's just a boy he is a proper boy <laughs> He's, he's a, a very, very good, good guy. guy. I don't care what people say about him on the ice. I still think he's like one of the best defensemen. Yeah, I just I love what he does to try and bring outside views into hockey. So like he started his own YouTube channel, did his own podcast, all these kind of things. It's like pretty standard stuff maybe for what athletes are doing now, but it just seems like he's stepping out of the world for hockey players to do it and actually trying to bring more views into it because the NHL are probably the worst league when it comes to getting outside excitement into the league, like getting interest into it. Yeah, You're and it, it's me. just a bit painful because you go, 
this is an amazing sport why aren't more people watching it and then you see what they do like trying to ban gifts on twitter and all this kind of stuff because of copyright material and it's just like almost no other league trying to grow would be concerned about that anyway that's the point and i just think pico's who ban goes against all that and i just really respect and rate him for it and i just love to see what he does offering if not as much as what he does offering I do have to like insert myself here again because <laughs> you guys, honestly, you're picking all the people that I like have seen, have watched, have loved. I remember my co- member, we're going back into my history here, where my cousin is in love with like she's a Habs fan, right? I cannot tell you, man, when PK was traded mm-hmm. from the Habs, man, yeah, there was an uproar. I'm pretty yeah. sure my cousin cried. Like, I'm pretty sure there were tears, as, as guys. As there should have been. It should, I don't understand it. I don't understand the perceived hate these organizations have of this man. It, <laughs> it's all about the contract mm. negotiations. No agreeing and, uh, you know, I mean, I don't really know. But, yeah, he's just a great just guy. I think, yeah. I would, I would follow mm-hmm. him on what, whatever Agreed. he does after hockey. So, Jeremy, now we've asked you the good ones. We're going to ask you a slightly controversial question. That's a question in Molly language. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, on a team that you don't like, I'm not going to say the H word. It's a team that you don't like, right? A player that you respect on that team, right? Right. So, because we're avoiding the H words, I, cu- I couldn't select anyone on the nights because... That is an actual description of that H word mm. that you guys want to avoid. And I do not respect any any player on that team because they traded Paul Satsney out. I was going to pick him until he got he was no longer on that team. So I went to the Kings. Obviously, big history of the Sharks. Massive playoff. All that rivalry history. But I have to say, I do respect Jonathan Quick, their goaltender, for everything he's done. So he was born in Milford, Connecticut, and I'm from Milford and Surrey. No connection, yet connection. I'm taking it. Come at me. <laughs> you really just take things exactly. and run with it, eh? Yeah. Oh, a shark. Sharks. I <laughs> like sharks. This guy isn't a shark. He's a king. I like sharks? <laughs> so he obviously owns almost every LA Kings goaltender record, including losses, but that's what you get for being on a team since 2007 yeah that can't loses. blame him for yeah. that one <laughs> as much as i try to no, no. It. but yeah he's just he's been a thorn in our side since forever that i can remember but you know what he's just really good and i can't hate the man for being really good and i respect the man i can't say too much else because it still feels a bit wrong but yeah jonathan quick i respect that man I have to insert myself here because I happen to know that there is a local deli that has a sandwich named the Quick Witch. <laughs> I, I think it's in his hometown. Um, in somewhere, I think Quick uh, is from the, I want to say this. No, U.S. It's from the U.S. He's from the U.S. So somewhere there. Connecticut. I don't know. Yeah. But I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Connecticut, <laughs> you just said that. So um, <laughs> you did just say that. We got to go travel there and 100%. get the Quick Witch. <laughs> the only reason to go to Connecticut. Yeah, we're just going to leave that, that standing. I, anyways, there. I agree with you. That's if that's a visa, Molly. Thought it was an important piece of information. 
I'm a Jonathan Quick. I'm a goalie girl. All right, Molly, your turn. Tell us your favourite player. Oh, boy. Uh, I think you can already guess who my favourite player on my favourite team is. It, You've got to be McKinnon. <laughs> exactly, Molly. Right now. It is, of course... The boy Nathan McKinnon, number twenty nine for the Avalanches. A nice Nova Scotia boy. Yeah, we we do like a good Canadian boy. Do, that, that sounds bad. We're gonna roll with it. We're gonna roll with it. It's fine. <laughs> so he was drafted in the same year that I started really watching the NHL and like choosing Avalanche. So I feel like I've grown with him. If that makes sense. <laughs> it sounds really lame. Ew. But I, I kind of just feel like I've I've grown watching McKinnon grow. And like, yeah, I got one rookie card. I got one hockey rookie card, and that's McKinnon as well. So he's my boy. He's he's my jersey. The first Avalanche jersey I was bought as well was a McKinnon one, and that was Colt who bought me my first McKinnon merch as well. So fine. We're good. I also just like McKinnon has this bromance with Crosby, who's like his dad. <laughs> I never really like eight yeah, years. Yeah, they're teaming together. <laughs> they're like eight years apart, so he's not actually his dad. But like their little bromance, they play golf together. They do the Timmy's ad together. I love it, man. And he's always an all star. He's an all star, so it makes it even better. He is, yeah. And you're right. He just keeps growing. This cat. This guy is insane. Wait, didn't he break his leg a few years ago? And he's got back like yeah. nothing phases me. Like, oh my gosh, what are you made out of? I'm good. I'm good. It's totally fine. Yeah, and he's the goodest boy. He's the goodest boy. Yes. Oh. He actually won the Lady Bing. He did. He's run won um. Didn't he win a rookie trophy as well? The Calder. Yeah, yeah he won, he won the Calder. The Calder. Making him the youngest yeah. player to win the, that trophy, the rookiest rookie, and I'm 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 older than him as well. So that's kind of like, oh God, <laughs> that that hurts. <laughs> don't say that. I'm, I don't say that. I don't like that. <laughs> We're Me older too. than McKinnon. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, yeah. So that's all I'm going to say on McKinnon before I just go off on one. I mean, I could. It was a it was a hard choice between McKinnon and Landskog. To be fair. I am curious to see or to hear about who is your favorite player. Well, your other play, favorite player, just not on the abs right now. It's cheating. It's a cheating. It's Even a cheating I didn't cheat. Because it's, I'm sorry, it's Tyson Barry. <laughs> oh, look, a former F. Oh, look, a former Leaf. <laughs> so, you guys are making this really easy for me. I'm sorry. Barry was on the abs before he was a Leaf, and now he is an Oiler, and he's doing so well on the Oilers. I just feel like he's got in his groove. Well, I feel like he's got in his groove because he was a little bit, I feel, unsettled in Toronto. Just just personal opinion. But it's it's cute with his little trade to Toronto, with Kadri, and they lived in each other's houses. Like, that was just adorable. They just swap places like anyways here's my keys yeah and uh he, he's just he's just a good egg in my opinion a good egg player yeah he's got a dog ah he has got a really good dog a really really cute dog i want i think bear is his name <laughs> it is something animal related bear i follow him on bear. instagram well who doesn't yeah <laughs> 
Well, he is a good boy. You're not yeah. wrong about that. He's a good, good old boy. Player, I have to disagree, but only because I've seen him minus his one incredible season in 2018, 2019 season. So, like, it's incredible for a defenseman, you know, 59 points, I think. Yeah. He's he's a solid player. He's not like, you know, superstar, all-star material, but he's always just been consistently there, if that makes sense. He's He plays on the ice. He's there. You he plays him. hockey. You, you know it's him. He's, he's not just like in the background of the games. He's not just, you know, twiddling his thumbs at the net or whatever, you know? He tries. He gets a gold star. He tries. His blue line clappers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And a team... That you aren't too fond of. <laughs> Who's your favorite player? The team I'm not too fond of is the Wild, just because of the rivalry between the Abs and like the serious banter that I've had um, with the Abs. So the player on the Wild I have to go with is Parisi. You know, number eleven there. He's been on the team for quite a while now. <laughs> He's a homeboy. Oh uh, yeah. He is a homeboy. He's never Marlowe in that sense. He's from Minnesota. He's 36. Oh, he's not He's not like old as Marlowe, but he, he was... He started in New Jersey as well. He's, he's a Minnesotan boy. Yeah. He did start in New Jersey, and that's true. And he came true. home. <laughs> that is true as well. You're all right. And he helped New Jersey win its first Stanley Cup. Well, its first Stanley Cup appearance since 2003. So you've got to, you've yeah. got to give it... He's a solid player. Again, he's nothing like an all-star, all-star player, but he's always there. He's always making the plays that need to be played. He's not going to be, like, getting them pucks in deep constantly, but he's a respectable player. And y'all are picking Lady Bing people, aren't you? I guess we are. My days. You like your good noodles. You like your good boys. Also interesting, his dad played in the NHL in the 70s. And they're a French-Canadian heritage. That's why I actually used to, like, I used to call him Zach Parisi all the time. <laughs> his name is Zach I think Parisi. his dad's name is, like, Parisi, and Zach would be Parisi. So a little bit of a generational switch there. Generational. Yeah. Ooh, a dynasty. Mm. <laughs> Wait, what do Americans say? A dynasty? There we go. A dynasty. That is correct. You say correct, but is it? Anyway. <laughs> do you have... Any honourable no. <laughs> mentions to go along with your picks? I have an honourable mention. Honourable mention here. Again, I'm sorry, it's another former Av who's now retired. Alex Tangay, <laughs> number 40. He's been part of... Who? Alex Tangay. Oh, okay. Yes, part of Colorado since 98. Helped win in, what, 2001? He scored the game-winning goal for the Stanley Cup final. So he's a, you know, pretty big deal. He was one of the players, like, when I first started watching hockey, he was always on the ice, always getting mentioned for doing, like, amazing plays. Then he also played for the Canadians, Tampa Bay, Calgary, back to Colorado, and then I think he retired in 2016-17 season. But he's been... He's just a good player again, another good egg. Just, just like our good eggs. Yeah, I just like my good egg players. I mean, you guys can... Look him up if you want. I think he's just been a big name for the abs, really, because he made such a difference, like, in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. So that's my honourable mention. Yeah. 
And for people listening, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of people pick their favorite players based solely on stats, but it's very interesting that we're all choosing personalities, you know? Yeah. With good stats, they just happen to come with them. But you know what I mean? I feel like that's really good. We have more of a personal connection to these guys. What I thought favorite was. (laughs) No, honestly, there was a whole Twitter argument about this just the other day. So that's why I'm mentioning it now. Oh, oh my gosh. Are we going to make waves? Be controversial? We're going to be controversial. What do you mean nice people are our favorite players? What is this? You know, <laughs> I mean, everyone seems to be picking Lady Bing people. I mean, my favorite is obviously Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves, he's the goodest so- of all good boys. We're goodest. stopping this conversation right here. Just kidding. Goon was written about him. <laughs> and we had to tone it down. On to you, Chanel. <laughs> let's move on. To we don't Chanel. want to trigger yeah, Chanel. Well, tell let's us. Move on. Okay, 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 okay. I think I um, can guess Chanel's yeah. favorite players just because I know her. So I make it very obvious. Let's let's see. But you don't know my honorable mention. I know. So who's your husband? My husband is <laughs> the Danish the Danish prince Frederick Andersen. You know, I love him so much. No one could talk shit about him because I will. It's the only guy I will fight about on Twitter. Even if he like so blatantly let in like ten goals, I'll be like, I don't, I didn't see it. Point me in the direction because it didn't happen. Where I, because what I saw was a defensive flub. <laughs> but you know, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, that's my guy. You know, I love Frederick Anderson. I won't go too much into it. I'll just say that um, it is interesting because my second favorite team is Carolina, and Freddie was indeed picked up by Carolina. Ooh. In 2010, I did not. But know here's that. the thing: see, it is interesting because he it, not much to note really. He wasn't. He didn't sign. He ended up not signing. Oh, so he was redrafted. Interesting, right? Very. <laughs> he was redrafted in 2012 by the Ducks, and we know that's that's what most people know where he got to start. He would see ice in 2013. Why? Um. And I'm going to also say that all of my picks, except for one, are goalies because I told you before, I am a goalie girl. That is actually something I wanted to do when I was younger, but it's expensive, guys. It's real expensive. So she liked the thick boys. I like the thick boys. They got their <laughs> thick thighs and their blue eyes. And they're flexible. <laughs> and they're very flexible. Oh my God. When, never mind. <laughs> when they're stretching on the ice, <laughs> they're just like. Let me just get my leg up here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great visual content for an audio podcast. Exactly. Do you want me to explain what I'm doing? <laughs> Molly I'm now my leg. puts her leg above her head. Oh, my God. Imitating a goalie. Uh, anyways, he did. <laughs> anyways, moving on. He did win his first ever game, or was it playoff game? I don't remember. Anyways, Anderson won his first playoff game, and you know he was a duck. But then he got traded in 2016 to the Toronto Maple Leafs, and he signed a five-year, five million dollar contract. We all know that this is his contract year. He will be a UFA, and he's gonna stay. I don't care what anyone says; he's staying. That's my boy. He's gonna stay. I could see him making. He could have been traded on the off season, but now it's not looking like that. Okay. 
And if you want to know a little fun fact, he likes yoga. <laughs> of course, he likes yoga. He's flexible. And, and beets. Like, he likes beets. Like beetroot. That's like beetroot. And I'm sure he likes beets, like B-E-A-T-S. He likes Coldplay. Uh, <laughs> I ha- I'm the one with the weird facts. And uh, another thing, the last thing I'm going to say really is that his entire freaking family played hockey. Like everyone. His mom, his sister, his two brothers, his dad. They just like, they like hockey. And I'm going to marry him. Next. Okay, so um, what was the next question? Next one is a favorite player who is not on your favorite team. So your favorite player who is not a Leaf. Well... We just talked about my husband, but now let's talk about my boyfriend, Sebastian Ajo. Love him. I mean, uh, should we do the shout outs for the Ajo at the moment? Yeah, like, do you have the people? On, on YouTube, we had one person go, Ajo, and someone go, P.S. Ajo. You're right. Not, yeah. the, not the phrase we chose, but we will let it slide, That's right? Okay, because they were men, and we get it. Only manly men will admit that they're a hoe for Ajo. Just accept it, men. <laughs> well has. then, I've got I, I it. I've got I've, it right I've, here. Shout out. I've had to accept it being on this podcast. It's all right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Shout out to Drew. Thank you, Drew, for listening to the entire podcast. You're a real one, Drew. Um, and <laughs> we also have <laughs> we also have Mathieu Mallet. Mathieu listened to the entire video as well. Thank you very much for doing that. And last, we have Fish Lips. <laughs> Guys, Fish Lips would be my dad. I have to shout out my dad because he <laughs> listened to my podcast. <laughs> Daddy Chanel. <laughs> he is our biggest fan, guys. You know, he listened to the podcast and he kept giving me updates. He already likes you both. So that's always good news. And he's a least fan. So shout out to, to Daddy Chanel. Fish Lips. Fish lips. All right, moving on now. So why is Aho your favorite player who is not a Leaf? Okay, so I started watching, well, I started paying more attention to the league overall. And I know I'm a little late, but around the 2016-2017 season. And I noticed this this name kept popping up on all of the stats, Sebastian Aho. So I I was intrigued naturally. And he's the only person in the league who I am attracted to. See, not all <laughs> girls are just interested for looks. But Aho is that my, that's the guy for me. I like scrawny, tall boys. <laughs> Once you can snap. Once you could just <laughs> Okay. Um I anyways, I just see I started seeing him a lot. And uh when he played actually in the all-star game, that's when I was like, okay, I really like him because he's reminding me a lot of Mitch Marner in the sense that he, I mean, besides looks, that's hilarious, but <laughs> what the heck? I have a type, apparently. No, he, the way he plays, I like the way he plays specifically. I feel like he's very uh, creative and quick, and he gets goals, he gets assists. You know, I just, I really like the way he plays, and he's doing a really good job. He's just like McKinnon. I feel like he's moving up for how he improves. You know, he's always improving every season. And I mean, that shows with the Canes in general. The Canes are moving up, moving up. And, um, (laughs) the interesting thing about Aho, and I didn't know how I felt about this, but 
you remember when he accepted that offer sheet from the Habs? Yeah, so the Habs offered him, I think it was five years for 8.5 mil. And Aho took it because I think he was forcing the Canes to sign him immediately as to not lead him on, you know? He got what he wished for, and now he's got that nice contract. Lastly, he has the cutest accent. He calls Justin Williams daddy. He likes hamburgers. He's messy. And Tavo Taravainen is his best friend. And he looked at you in the eyeballs. When I said I loved him. Like, he saw me mouth, I love you. He actually did. He, he did. I'm, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I'm emba- so embarrassing. <laughs> Hey, hey, he was already skating, okay? He was already skating. Uh, On a team that you don't necessarily love, but you don't necessarily agree with, a respectable individual on that. This is actually going to get me, I'm going to lose a bunch of followers for this, but I don't hate the Habs. So it was a perfect way to introduce this question because I do respect the Habs as a whole, oddly, (laughs) because... Again, my uncle, my uncle liked the Habs and, you know, he passed away. So I just respect the team. Now, Carey Price, y'all. What did I say? I'm a goalie girl. Carey Price is cool. He's the best. When I say I hate the Habs, I never, ever, well, I don't hate the Habs. When I say I don't like the Habs, I never, ever mean Price, ever. Okay? In my opinion, and, you know, maybe some people will disagree, I think he's a Hall of Famer. I think he'll be a Hall of Famer even though he has not won a cup yet, and hopefully not this season, you know. He's always been with the Habs. He's just so good. I would say, actually, his start was very rocky. He was up and down, up and down. In fact, this is interesting to me, in the 2009 playoff, the crowd railed into Price. I mean, a lot of people are already going to know the story, but at the Bell Center, fans sarcastically cheered for Price when he stopped a weak goal. And what he did was crazy. Crazy hilarious, in my opinion. He threw his hands up in the air, just like Patrick Roy did famously in 1995. I just turned really French there. Anyways, after after Roy did that, he then requested for a trade. So people were probably like, we're going to lose Carey Price. But you know, whatever, he signed and things were good. <laughs> and he's just amazing. After that, I mean, he didn't have a great season after that. But then after that, he really just picked it up. He's one of the best goalies in the league. He is the best goalie in the league. I don't care what anyone says. Agree. Okay? Okay. Agree. <laughs> sweetheart. He's also a sweetheart. In the 2015 season, he was the leader in all three main categories, you know? Uh, wins, save percentage, goals against average. It was insane. He had like the 9-3-3 by the end of the season. And he won the Hart and Vesna and the Ted Lindsay. And he tied for the Jennings. You know, he's just he's just a good guy. He's a good guy. And he has indigenous heritage. He's very proud of that. And I like how he likes to speak up about that. Very good. Sweetie pie. But he's also, he gets injured a lot. But we'll ignore that. i insert myself in here. Yes. Because he's a good guy off the ice. Yeah, he is. He does a hell of a lot of charity work. He likes to hug people. He does. I want a hug. Carey Price. I want a hug from Carey Price. Uh, when it's okay, can you come hug us? Thank you. Please, Carey. Like he's listening. <laughs> Can you imagine? Everyone at Carrie Price. <laughs> at Carrie Price. Tag them all. Hope. Love us. Tag them all. Please. And uh, your honorable mention, my dear. Okay. This is funny, 
I think you guys will like this story if you don't know. But anyways, I this is my all-time favorite player of forever alive off the team, on the team. What am I saying? I don't even know what I'm saying. He's my favorite player of all time. And that would be Huberto Luongo Lou. 41 years old, Quebec, Italian-Irish background. He has played 19 seasons, second in all-time games played, third in all-times wins. He's amazing. Okay, so let's talk about him for a quick second, and then I'll stop talking, I promise. He was a special kid. You know, his when he was growing up, he really wanted to play hockey, but his parents wanted him to play soccer. Another reason we don't like so, soccer. <laughs> we don't because, you know, it's pushed upon people. Pushed. Um, he did, he, but he liked hockey. So he asked his parents, you know, can I play hockey or not? And they said, fine, but only as a forward, because I want you to know how to shoot and play the actual game. And he said, fine. Then one day, the goalie didn't show up at the peewees. So guess who got to go into net? Lou! And everyone was shocked because he got a shutout. He got a shutout. So obviously this kid was born to play as a goalie, right? After that, he tore it up in the um, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. And he was amazing. There's so many funny stories about this guy, okay? He, he was hospitalized, took a puck to the throat, went to the ICU because people were scared his windpipe would close. He was discharged on game day and then went to the freaking game. And again, a shutout. And 2007 playoffs, they lost, unfortunately, but they went to overtime and Lou missed the first three minutes because he had untimely diarrhea. He's a funny guy (laughs) and he's not ashamed of all any of these stories. Like he's such a good, awesome boy. And when he retired, I did cry, but I do have to say he's my real boy. He's my boy boy, you know? And the last thing I'm going to say about him is I really fell in love with him at the 2014 Olympics where we won gold with uh, Crosby winning the winner, winning the winner, winning the the game by winning gold. Yes. It's getting near the end of the podcast and I am, um, I forgot how to word things. How How does one speak? I know everyone listening is going to be so embarrassed for me, but anyways, (laughs) I love him. And he was captain, by the way. And, you know, goalies aren't really allowed to be captain, so he rescinded. But I think he deserved it. So hopefully, you know a little bit more about us, our favorite players, why we like hockey, why there's a couple of British people involved in this whole podcast thing. And of course, you know, Chanel, she's our typical Canadian. I say typical. She's she's very special to me, you know. <laughs> we love her. But I actually haven't mentioned one thing, and that is... Uh, I actually don't live in the UK. I uh, indeed live in France. So we're in three different time zones. So recording this is fun. Thank you for reaching this far of the podcast. We really appreciate you guys listening. So feel free to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to your podcast from. If it's on YouTube, Spotify. I don't know other platforms for uh, Apple Music. There we go. Jeremy will fill in the rest. Yeah. There are most of them. I've loads of them up on most platforms. If it's still not appearing on something that you listen to, just drop it on my Twitter feed and I'll update it as soon as I can. You want to follow us? We haven't got a hockey podcast overall Twitter yet, but you can follow us individually. So you can follow myself here. I'm Molly, by the way. It's just underscore Molly. <laughs> you can follow Chanel at Chanel LV. And you can follow Jeremy at Jay Walker Media and 
twitch.tv forward slash Jeremy underscore Walker. Guess that's us for this week. We'll see you. Well, we won't see you. We'll hear from you, hopefully, and you'll hear from us next week. <laughs> Stay safe, guys.